time for another edition of the Right Bible Podcast, your weekly deep dive into the story of the very first Bible and the Marcionite Christian Church. Find out more at theveryfirstbible.org. Stripping away 2,000 years of false doctrine isn't easy, but we've had lots of coffee. Now your host, Darren Kalama. And welcome back to another edition of the Right Bible Podcast, sponsored as always by the Marcionite Christian Church and the very first Bible now available in paperback through Amazon and other fine retailers. Today's show um, really is at the suggestion of um, uh, members of the church and uh, listeners and readers. Uh, There seems to be... um, some agreement on uh, getting to the bottom of this uh, COVID business uh, as it relates to um, perhaps how the first Christians uh, would have perceived it, would have dealt with it, would have wrestled with it. Um, and we want to try to get into a little bit of that today. Maybe not all of it, but uh, certainly we, we want to try to at least uh, bite at some of the edges. And one of the most important things we want to look at is knowing, of course, that that Scripture in the very first Bible is a a little bit different um, than what you're going to find in your modern Bible. So um, uh, the things that we talk about are going to be specific to the very first Bible. That's important to know beforehand. And one of the things that we want to look at is what is what does that first Christian Bible tell us about? Uh, some of the edicts and uh, laws that have been enacted uh, on people in reaction to what's being called this pandemic. Now, you can argue about whether or not it's a pandemic. I mean, something that has a recovery rate of 99.97% doesn't really sound like a pandemic. The problem isn't so much with the COVID. The problem uh, appears to be the way that governments are reacting to it in lockstep and um, perhaps using it um, as cover to do things that maybe they wanted to do all along. Who knows? It's not really uh, our position on this show to deduce um, uh, the various factors at play, uh, but it is beholden upon us to look at how that affects us as Christians, and how it affects us as Christians through our Bible, the very first Bible. Now, one of the the two core pieces of Scripture that deal with some of these new laws and edicts very directly uh, come to us from Corinthians. Uh, the first one is from 2 Corinthians 3.13, and I'm going to do a quote-unquote on this. Quote, we are not like Moses who would put a veil over his face, unquote. The second uh, verse, the second piece of scripture that we think is uh, germane to the situation that we're in today is from 1 Corinthians 11.7, quote-unquote, a man ought not to cover his head since he is the image and glory of God, unquote. Now, these, these verses deal specifically with mask wearing, So right off the bat, we can see that we have laws and edicts that are contravening um, Scripture, literally word for word from 
the Bible. So that's a big problem for uh, Christians, or at least it should be, and it is in the, in the, in the view of the church. Um, but it's not just the masks. It seems to be a, a, a comprehensive or a holistic uh, clampdown on uh, people in general and Christians specifically. Uh, we now have governments where, you know, they're, they're dictating when you can leave the house, what hours you can leave the house, um, when you can go to the store, what you can buy at the store, what you have to wear when you uh, go to the store. In other words, you have to wear a mask uh, when you enter the, the business. Uh, maybe you have to produce uh, an app or a cell phone saying that you're, you know, quote-unquote authorized to be in the store or to purchase things. Maybe later they say, well, you have to have special permission to buy specific products. Some of these governments are now dictating whether or not you can even go to church. Can you even worship God with others? If, you know, if they say, well, yes, you can, you can go to church, well, thank you. Um, but when you do go to church, you have to follow uh, these various uh, rules and laws that we've come up with uh, when we even do allow you to go to church. The priest has to wear a mask. There can't be communion. There can't be singing. Uh, only X amount of people are allowed to be in the church at one time. It's, it's bizarre. Um, but, but bizarre really only on its face. You know, things tend to look like chaos if you don't know what the plan is. Right? But if we do know what the plan is, and we do know that specific people are being targeted for very specific reasons, suddenly things start to make a little bit more sense and, and the bigger picture kind of comes into focus. And it was about a hundred years ago that uh, we had a very similar situation in Russia with the Bolshevik Revolution. And during that period of time, it was all done, of course, in the name of equality. 66 million Christian Russians were murdered um, during that episode, during the years of that um, horror, including thousands of priests uh, and bishops. Um, and of course, again, I mean, what was once old is now new again. Um, it was the same routine. Um, churches burned, Christians persecuted, murdered, and tortured. I mean, really, how far away are we from the other shoe dropping and, and entering into a phase like that? I don't think we're really that far. In any event, it doesn't really matter what I think. Um, what matters right now uh, for purposes of this podcast or YouTube episode is the position of the Marcionite Christian Church. And this is where we've, we've really gotten a lot of feedback because everyone wants to know what their position is on these um, laws and edicts. The first thing that the church is recommending is don't get tested. Um, that's how you stop a fake plague. Stop getting tested for it. Um, and they've issued um, exemption forms, religious exemption forms and affidavits for uh, testing vaccines uh, and mask exemptions. And on the testing, you know, really their position and the position of a lot of people is, you know, what are they really testing for? Are they testing or is this just a really good excuse to collect everyone's DNA samples? Because that's what they're doing. 
when they insert that swab into your mouth or nasal cavity, um, guess what? They just collected your DNA and they just matched it with the government issued ID that you have to produce when you go in for a test. You're now matched. You're now on the database. You're now in a database for contact tracing. So stop feeding the beast. Stop getting tested. Um, and again, they provide a testing exemption form uh, just for that. You know, will it work? Will you be able to apply it to your situation? Who knows? But at least you have the form. You can fill it out and give it a shot. Uh, vaccines. These new uh, vaccines that are on the horizon or, or are here are RNA and DNA vaccines uh, and or nano vaccines. And they involve technology that could forever alter and mutate your, uh, well, not only your, but your offspring's genetic structure forever. So it's not just you that's being altered genetically. Your offspring are also being altered. So this is a pretty serious decision that you're making to accept these new RNA DNA vaccines. We don't know what they do. What if, let's say offhand, that they're completely benign? but but what if they added a certain uh, special receptor um, to the DNA so that later on, years down the road, let's say another virus is introduced and it uh, connects specifically to that receptor that, that you received in that vaccine. Well, now you've got a problem. There's just so many um, unopened closet doors on what these RNA DNA vaccines do that I mean, do you really want to open it? Uh, the position on the church is no. We're, we're going to go ahead and keep that closed. The next exemption would be for the masks, and we already talked about this a little bit. I mean, we are all Christians, regardless of what Bible you read or which version of the Bible you read. We're all children of God created in his image. Uh, we're not criminals or slaves that wear masks on a daily basis. So the Mercy Night Church has banned... Uh, wearing masks for routine activities. So nothing over the top here in terms of these uh, religious exemption forms. Really, it's just the church saying, we know what you're up to, or we know enough about what you're up to that we're not going to go along with it, and we are not going to allow our members to go along with it. And so they're providing these forms to help uh, hopefully uh, smooth the way for uh, our members. And by the way, it's not just for members of the church. Anyone can download these these uh, religious exemption forms. And in the show notes, I'm going to have um, links where you can just go right to them and download them. There won't be any uh, costs uh, or fees or sign-ups associated with these forms. You'll just be able to get them and go. If you want to uh, donate to the church at that point that you download the form, that's completely up to you. But uh, the bottom line is they are free for your use. Now, one of the other things that I kind of wanted to touch on is a little bit uh, off the beaten path. But, you know, when we talk about COVID, shouldn't we really be talking about COVIDism? Hasn't this fake plague actually become its own religion? In a way, I mean, they have their own religious garb, the masks. You wear a mask. Um, they have their own special sacraments and rites. 
uh, and little special behaviors that they do with social distancing. They have their own high priests in the form of uh, these people in lab coats. Um, it really has become its own religion. I mean, to the point where, um, you know, they're not burning people at the stake yet, but, you know, how far away really are we from that? Be that as it may, the other thing we have to ask is, where are all the other churches on this? Where are the mainstream churches on this? You know, they just acquiesce to these lockdowns. They have nothing to say. You can't find these people even on the back of a milk carton. They've completely abandoned their flock. So the purpose of today's show is just to let you know where the Mercy Night Church stands on this issue and to let you know also that uh, there are resources um, like these forms uh, that you can use to help protect yourself and especially with the vaccines you do not want to play games with that so I would suggest you download those forms fill them out and there's instructions on what to do with them which health agency to send them to uh, etc so that's really it for today's show again our sponsor is the very first Bible you can find them uh, on Amazon um, Barnes and Noble um, Kobo Books, bunch of retailers, and we'll have a link for that also in the show notes. So, so let's wrap it up with a reading of the Lord's Prayer as we find it in the Gospel of the Lord. Father, let your Holy Spirit come upon us. Hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done as in heaven, so on earth. Give us day by day our bread for the coming day and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone that is indebted to us and lead us not into temptation.